Buenos dias from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 6th of April 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Another week, more government conflict, this time between the coalition government, Spanish Socialist Workers Party, PSOE, and Podemos. On Sunday the 2nd, at the formal presentation of the candidacy of Yolanda Diaz, Podemos ministers were nowhere to be seen. Podemos' absence during the announcement of Sumar, Diaz's citizens movement, political party she will be fronting, and that could make her Spain's first ever female president, has shown a rift between the two left-leaning parties currently serving in the coalition government. From Diaz, she has opened up about the possibility of Podemos not being part of Sumar, causing Podemos to retort that, quote, they aren't politically aligned on everything and Sumar needs them, end quote. Speaking of complex relations, the Spanish press is in a legal battle with global giant Google after the National Commission for Markets and Competition, or CNMC, opened a sanction file last Tuesday the 28th against the tech giant, CNMC, is arguing that Google Spain is abusing its dominant position and that they aren't protecting the intellectual property of journalists and publishers, which have been recognized by the EU since 2019. A similar battle was fought and won in France in the summer of last year. French press reached a historical agreement with Google after long and expensive negotiations, forcing Google to pay the French media for the right to reproduce its news in its search engine. Starting this week, HBO, as well as the Madrid cycling initiative Bithimad, Burger King, the National Police, and the Minister of the Interior have some unlikely and surprising similarities. Might sound like some kind of riddle, but these organizations and companies have been victims of computer attacks by the same perpetrator in recent years. 19-year-old hacker José Luis Huertas, alias Alcasec, has an unfortunate docu-series-worthy hacking story that began in 2018 when he was 15. His first criminal attack was on HBO, where he created over 150,000 accounts with two months of free subscriptions, giving them away on Instagram. He later targeted the cycling rental scheme Bithimod and Burger King, where he made orders free after hacking their screens. Still, his sites were higher as Alcasec targeted Vox leader Santiago Abascal by uploading his private medical records on social networks in 2020. That was the start of his missions against the government and ministry activity. As of now, young man has been arrested and is in police custody because of flight risk. He is facing a sentence of more than five years after being accused of committing a cyber attack in October 2022 on the General Council of the Judiciary. Where more than half a million entries of taxpayers' data and bank details were accessed and subsequently sold to third parties. He is also accused of launching a search engine called Udiat, which is, for those in the know, the Eye of Horus symbol, containing all the stolen data to sell to various criminal groups. Next up, let's talk about transport. Over the past couple of months, Spain has had some unfortunate fortunate transport blunders from ordering bigger trains than would fit into the tunnels that they were designed to go through, and the controversy over banning electric scooters on public transportation in Barcelona. It's been quite busy. Now, one of the small number of green spaces in Barcelona could be destroyed to create an operations center for the extension of works on the L8 metro line, which currently runs from Plaza España to Molinou, 
These works could last up to three years. What's most contentious, however, is that the center will cut down trees and cause significant dust, allegedly affecting the local area. Among critics of the plans, the Association of Residents of Echample, the Juan Mito School, the Ernest Luch Institute, who have staged demonstrations in the park. According to employment statistics, something is in the air this Semana Santa, or Holy Week. March 2023 closed with the highest level of employment for the last three years, gaining just over 2,000 new affiliates, totaling around 20 million employed throughout Spain. Unemployment is also the lowest for March since 2008, at around 2 million unemployed throughout the country. Despite this, the Spanish unemployment rate continues to be one of the highest in the EU. Greece and Italy come very close, Germany and the Netherlands having the lowest rates of unemployed people. In Spain, the hotel and tourism industry makes up the main hiring figures in March with around 7,000 new jobs created. However, this industry is often based on seasonality, and as we move into spring and summer, tourism will only get busier. On the topic of the labor market, a recent report by Ethical Consumer published by The Guardian revealed an endemic amount of abusive conditions in parts of Spanish fruit and vegetable sectors. This report comes after the UK announced a shortage of some fruits and vegetables like tomatoes and strawberries because of the ever-changing weather in southern Spain. At least that's according to the British government. Nobody else seems to be having these shortages. They were much mocked for it because everybody knows it's because of Brexit. UK supermarkets, of course, heavily rely on produce imported from Spain. But in any case, the ethical consumer is calling on UK supermarkets to stop importing from unethical farms, including those in Spain. Workers allege that they are heavily underpaid, have passports withheld or given unsanitary, dilapidated shacks to live in. According to data by the ethical consumer, the fruit-picking workforce in the south of Spain is dominated by migrants from Morocco and sub-Saharan Africa who are regularly treated badly, have wages withheld to keep them working and other unethical practices. According to the report, it's not a one-off. It's widespread across all the major exporting areas of Spain. Regarding questions about ethical conduct, Spanish actress Andra o Ana Obregón's surrogacy route is on the tip of the media's tongue this week as she announces that her newborn is both her granddaughter and her daughter. She said this in an exclusive with Hello Magazine. Ana Obregón says her son, Alès, had asked his mother before dying from cancer in May 2020 to bring a child into the world, a wish she could not fulfill in Florida through artificial insemination via surrogacy before starting this chemotherapy treatment. Alès froze sperm samples in the U.S., which were used two years after he passed away. But here's where it gets a little trickier. In Spain, under the 2006 reproduction law, a person can give consent to allow their partner to use their sperm or eggs within 12 months after their death, regardless of whether they're married or not. However, this does not apply to surrogacy, as its practice is prohibited under Spanish law. Many are also criticizing her age, saying she is too old to be a caregiver unless the young baby is an adult. I don't know. What do we think about this? Ageism? Do you agree? Who knows? While the fruit and vegetable sector needs to shift gear, the German giant Aldi is driving in the right direction. The budget supermarket is becoming ever popular worldwide to the point in some countries Aldi prices have become the cost points to beat. Certainly true in the United States. According to the European supermarket magazine, Aldi has reached over 400 open stores in Spain with a further 50 planned openings in 2023. Supermarket 
prices very high, it's unsurprising that people are turning towards bargains. All these businesses booming, but the government is looking to crack down on illegal fishing. On Monday the 3rd, Ministers of Agriculture, Fisheries and Food, and of the Interior, Luis Planes and Fernando Grande Marlasca, have formally handed over the new patrol boat, Rio Luna, which will be used to carry out fishing inspection tasks, crack down on illegal fishing, fight against environmental aggression, human trafficking, safety of sea workers. The EU's next generation funds finance the new vessel, one of four ordered and passed over to the maritime services of the Garcia Civil. Something to celebrate now, as this week is Semana Santa, or Holy Week, as you've noticed, if you're floating around Spain, everything's closed, people are moving. So we thought we'd give you some idea of Spain's most traditional Easter events. As usual, if you've ever been to a Spanish fiesta or celebration, there are always a few floats or pasos, but the Easter ones carry saints, flowers, and candles on men's shoulders, considered a big honor for any young man, uh, normally passed down in the family. In Cuenca, on Good Friday, which this year falls on Friday the 7th, they reenact a mockery of Jesus when dragging his crucifix called the Procession of the Drunken Mob, or Procesión de los Borrachos. The mobs of people start their procession at dawn and proceed to march alongside drums while drinking Rosoli, a typical herb-laden citrus liquor in Cuenca. Want to know more about Easter traditions? Check out the link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. What is your favorite place in Spain? Let us know. We'd be curious. See if there's anywhere we haven't heard of yet. Write us at Spain at Rorschach.com and let us know. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.